When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, hello. Welcome to the show. No Badge. Uh, he's on holidays. It's Sats and Jason here uh, tonight. And Jack, our producer, firing up in the background because we don't respect the fact that uh, some of the players, Socceroos players, have returned from the World Cup. We're getting guards of no, honour. No, I respect it. You, what you do, hello listeners and Woogie, um, <laughs> for this uh, very exciting week, heading one more week into Christmas. I know. Yeah. What is it? Less than two weeks. It's uh, 13 more sleeps. You keep firing him up. It's so easy. He is an easy target. He goes, they, they did a, a guard of honour for Andrew Redmayne. I said, but he didn't even play. He was the, a tourist. The grey wiggle. It's, it's, it is great. We're talking about the it's A-League. Nice. It is great that the Socceroos players have come back into the A-League. That is a wonderful thing. Straight away too. Mm. Uh, no mucking around. So, well done. Uh, well done to the Socceroos and also... To uh, Football Australia or Soccer Australia, whatever they call themselves nowadays. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Love having you on board tonight. Uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney, uh, 693 SCNQ in Brisbane, 1620 SCN on the Gold Coast and SCN Track, all our SCN Track stations who are listening through the SCN app as well. Um, We've just had a massive weekend in sport. Lots to get to. Uh, first and foremost, may I say, mm-hmm. you you run the show, righty? So we want to Me? hear from you. No, oh, our, the lis- listeners. Okay. our listener. Yep. 0457-736-736. Get involved. There's be plenty to talk about. Or 1-300-01-1170 is our phone number. Don't forget to, you can grab a, a copy of the podcast of the show. It will be available uh, straight after. Sports Day New South Wales, look for that. And uh, you'll see a video of Sats on TikTok. Just look for Bad Sats SEN uh, promoting the show, which is now... In cotton undies. It's already, yeah, well, that was weird. Mm. Mm. Our chat with Joel and Fletch, you didn't have to say straight up that, yeah, like, like gentlemen, any of you want uh, women's At underwear? Some and stage, you just went, yes. In some stage in your life, you've worn women's underwear. I have not. Whether it's fancy dress, whether it's just no. a, Try and make people laugh, whatever it might What is it with rugby league players dressing up as women? What is, is that? Like, the footy show made a living We're out comfortable being nude around each other, wear women's underwear. It's just the world we lived in. I've never thought about it. Now I'm thinking about it. What, wearing it? Well, wearing women's underwear? Yeah, but... There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's comfortable. Anita's won't fit me, though. Mm. I, I agree with that. It might just cover one side. <laughs> I don't know about the other. Uh, where are we? Oh, what a big guest. And, Sats, you've done this. Uh, great job. Craig Fitzgibbon uh, joining us tonight on the preseason at the Sharks. Second-year head coach. Will we see anything different from him this year, do you think, Sats? No, I don't think 
much will be different because he knows what his coaching philosophies are. He's got great depth in his in his squad as well. So I, I think what is going to be, and we have asked Craig Fitzgibbon this, we pre-recorded this earlier on, um, it's going to be new territory for him as a head coach. He would have experienced it at the Roosters as an assistant coach, having so many players travelling away for World Cup duties, not just Australia, other nations as well, coming back into the squad in the new year in January and how to schedule your training around that for mm. preparing players for a, you know, 2023. So that's going to be new to him as a head coach. I've got no doubt he would have asked for advice. He would have he would have observed from a distance when when coaching with uh, Trent Robinson over the years. So, uh, yeah, it's, and he's an enjoyable guy to talk to as well. He's, he's one of the rugby league's real nice guys, Craig Fitzgibbon. We will ask him about – we did ask him some stuff around – totally outside of rugby league as well. Yeah, so that'll be coming up in about 15 minutes' time. We'll catch up with uh, Craig uh, Fitzgibbon. Uh, Joel and Fletch, as you said, on the show tonight. Uh, our top seven tonight. We normally do the top seven moments from the weekend in sport, but we're, we're spicing it up a bit uh, for you because, and it's based on your suggestions, it's on a theme. And what's tonight's? Well, the top seven sports documentaries. Easy. Modern-day sports documentaries. You know, we can go back decades, but um, everyone's got a different taste, whether it's, um, you know, The Drive to Survive has been an amazing documentary, whether you love your your, your car racing. And yep. that has been quite prevalent in a lot of people's uh, viewing over the last that's, couple of years. And that's brought a lot of younger people into absolutely. Formula One, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this is on the back of... A tremendous documentary we saw, would it be three years now, The Test? Yeah. This is on the back of uh, Justin Langer being a, being appointed the, the coach through the Ashes. And uh, The Ashes, The Test, which was an amazing documentary. Now, early next year on Amazon Prime, we are going to see The Test 2. Mitchell Stark, ball in hand. We're set to go. Bowden, first ball! Ruthless start in Australia. He was a very likeable guy. He did something really dumb. Tim Payne has stood down. Today, I'm announcing my decision to stand down as the captain of the Australian men's test team. And the difficult thing was, who replaces Tim Payne? Pat Cummins, 47th test captain. It's not like I did anything. I just went to sleep one day and woke up the next day and there was Australian captain. Pat's dropped in the deep end two weeks before the biggest tour on the Australian calendar. Some of the players were finding Justin overbearing. There were rumblings behind the scenes of disaffection between coach and playing group. Oh. It, it'll be outstanding. And I then, don't know if I want to watch the it. The major voice here you can hear is Peter Lawler, one of the most respected cricket journalists in the yep. world, both he and you know, Robert Crash Craddock and Jared Whaley are there, one of our colleagues yep. as well, highly respected in the sport. I've got to say the trailer, if you get a chance to watch the entire trailer, it's... It's going to be uh, amazingly produced, all access, like it was the first one as well. So, What a horrible wait. time in Australian Test cricket. No, it may revitalise what a lot of Australian sporting fans and most importantly cricket fans, it may revitalise their view on the Australian team because it did, it did for me when I watched the, the Test, the first documentary. Yeah, but that was, that was watching Justin Langer and Tim Payne save Test cricket. Yeah. We're now, we're now seeing people destroy no, test but, cricket. No, but we, the good part about these all-access documentaries is we get to see the personality behind the player as well. And I think that has that attachment to the fan as well. So I think it's 
I think it's very timely. I think it's perfect timing. Makes me cranky. For Australian cricket that this comes out. Do, do you think do you think on what you've seen in the in the trailer? I've avoided the trailer because mm-hmm. I don't want to get hooked in. I don't want to watch it. But do, do you think this will bring back? Uh, we've got a lot of listeners who 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 strong in their opinions. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, just disconnected to Australia, the Australian cricket team. Do you think this will bring them back after just seeing the trailer? I think I think there will be a a large portion that. Produced correctly, which I've got no doubt it will be. Oh, it'll be superbly made. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll fall in favour of Australian cricket and bringing a lot of those fans back. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know about our listeners, 0457 736 736. I've never heard that before. I've not seen it. That's made me cranky. Really? I was in a really good mood. Well, is that just because the mention of Pat Cummins Justin going Langer to bed, waking and, up and all of a sudden he's captain? Yeah, or? Well, I, yeah. No, but no, the whole Tim Payne and Justin Langer thing. Two of the worst decisions. Mm. And that's made me cranky now. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I was in a really good mood. I'm going to throw one out there right now. What? I watched I watched just recently just finished a documentary, 10-part documentary. It's called um it's called Legacy, the You've Rise just of the LA Lakers. Me. You put me onto that. Yeah. I've watched about four episodes. It's one of the best. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Mm. It goes so, all the way back to Kareem Abdul Dubar and and Magic Johnson and the Bus family, who are still owners of LA Lakers, all the way through to present day. Um, 0457 736 736. What is the best sports documentary you have seen? Top seven. That's going to make up our top seven. You make it up. Yeah. Our listeners will make that up tonight. Yep. All right. We'll do that uh, later on in the show. Um... What we're also going to do tonight, because a lot of new stuff, we're going to start having a look at the sports highlights of the year. Uh, we're putting together 12, so they're in no order, right? Mm. They're, they're not in an order of this is 12 through to 1. It's just the top 12. Tonight, one of our greatest female athletes in Australia. Absolutely. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's won eight world titles. She features tonight. Can't wait to get to that as well. We're doing that, counting that down to the new year. What did you like from the weekend, Satsy? couple of things I love seeing. I don't know whether anyone was watching the cricket on Fox, and I've really enjoyed Channel 7's coverage. I've been, really enjoyed Justin Langer's insight into the players, the players individually about them off the field and what makes them tick, and I've really enjoyed that. But they had a segment during the lunch break of Brian Lara facing up to Rashid Khan, one of the greatest batters of all time, facing up to the best T20 spin bowler of all time, uh, at the moment, I should say. I say that's a big call. Yeah, at, at the moment. And... Uh, they, he bowled two overs, and Mark Howard was the was the umpire, and he was saying you need seven runs off four balls or whatever it may be. What shots are you going to play? What ball are you going to bowl, Rashid? It was really good viewing. I, I loved watching that over the weekend. Only seven runs off four balls. No, you and I could get that. Yeah, against Rashid Khan. Yeah. Yeah, please. Um, but what I did love, and all this talk around contracts and who's going to go where, and he's on the open market. Should we have a draft? Should we have a transfer window? So refreshing to read Victor Radley instructing his manager. I don't <laughs> care if I'm op- on the open market at the moment. Don't talk to any other clubs. I only want to play for the Roosters. Simple as that. Love it. What? That's what I love from the weekend. What about you? Uh, I love France versus uh, England Sunday morning. Oh, that was great. I, I, you know, my, I, watch, I watch the World Cup. That's it. I watch the two 5am games. 
on Saturday and Sunday morning. But that France-England game, that was great. Mm. It was end-to-end football, played in really good spirit, much better than the Argentina-Netherlands game. That was, that was quite spiteful. Mm. There were quite a few little melees. And that, even after the final whistle, uh, they were still getting into it. But that, it was really good spirit between those two clubs. Um, Harry Kane, though, you can get nicked. All right, you cost me missing that easy goal. Oh, like, seriously, mate, you got all that net. What about when he missed the goal? Like, he went that far <laughs> over the crossbar. He ended up in the top tier of the grandstand. And all the French players ran to the goalies if to say, you did that. No, yeah. Harry Kane did that. Yeah. It was one of the worst penalty shots <laughs> I've seen in my life. It'd be like you and I doing it. Mm. I don't know what happened there. Jack, Jack's broken it all down. He's got really technically on it. He goes, he never took his eye off the ball. He only looked at the ball. 74% of the time, the yeah, uh, goes to the left goes or to the, the right. Left. Mate, it was 14 just a, degrees. It was just a crap shot. Yeah. That's all it was. The pressure got to him. Yeah. Couldn't do it mm. when his country needed him. What didn't you like over the weekend? Um, I don't know if there was oh, being dropped off uh, or dragged out of our Christmas party by a non-drinker. Uh, early. Mm. Like, I was just starting to warm up. Can I say, and I am that person that was the designated driver listeners to drag Woogie out of our Christmas party on Friday afternoon. And I was, was a, kidnapped. There was a reason why I dragged him out as as our influential and motivating boss. Who, me? I observed from a distance <laughs> that he was making an absolute ass of himself and so I saved his job. No, you wanted to, no you're more right about your am missus. Am I correct, Jack? No, your missus. Yep. Your missus was, was, what was she, about three bottles deep? Drink drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to get her out. Quarter past five, you made me leave. Ian Healy was there till nine o'clock. Yep. You, that, went, you went too hard too, too early. Oh, well, mate, I was, I was the secret Santa. I had to hand out all the Christmas presents. I was actually watching you. I've never seen you so excited <laughs> about something. I've never seen you communicate with people more often about the Christmas party than you do during the day. Yeah, well, you're mate. like Ricky Gervais in the office, the English version when he's organising the trivia night. Finchie's coming, Finchie's coming. Make sure you're there. Finchie's coming. Oh, is that that reference? Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah. right. Hey, uh, what did you like? Uh, what didn't you like? Sorry, from the weekend. People thinking Jerome Luai's best man speech was out of line. Come on, it's a wedding. I've got to say, there's a lot of best weddings I've been to. The best man speech was ever televised. The channel would be shut down. Yeah. Yeah. So why did they they streamed it because family couldn't family be in Samoa yeah. and couldn't be there. So, but how's that on a public stream? Why isn't that on a? I don't know. I don't know. I just 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 play on. Yeah. It's all right. You know, people are having a go at him saying, "Oh, he's." He's going to tarnish his legacy. No. He's a happy-go-lucky kid. Thanks for a lift home, too, from the Christmas party. It's all right. I got home. I think I had the hiccups for about three hours. Your wife said to me, why did you drop him home early? <laughs> mm. Hey, listen, and thanks for running over my Santa in the garden. Well, that's what you get for being cheeky. You're a jerk. Uh, 0457 736 736. We've got an early text here as well, Sats. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, he's one of our colleagues, actually. Jimmy Smythe. Best sports documentary I've ever seen, Senna. Have you seen it? Ah, yes. Outstanding. So that's going to go into the vote there, Senna. Yeah, Senna is very good, actually. I noticed Sporty Gav has Uh said uh, a body line, but it wasn't a doco. It was a show. It was a a movie. It was a telly series. Douglas Jardine and Co. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, geez, I wonder where I can get that from. I want to re-watch that. I want to re-watch that as well. 
Um, is there a text here about baggy greens, Sats, as well, about players holding on to them? I've noticed that's been, you know, in the news in the last 24 hours. Yeah, Jimmy from Leeton, another Jimmy from Leeton, beautiful town, Leeton. Uh, why do players only get the one baggy green? Some of them are looking so raggedy and about to fall to pieces. Yeah, good text because this is actually amongst a couple of friends of mine we were talking about this yesterday. I don't know whether you saw Steve Smith being interviewed after the game. Now, Steve War is famous for his baggy green look like it'd been through yeah. three world wars. It was just so ragged, wasn't it? And and I suppose history tells you and, and part of your preparation as well is that um, that you don't want to fix your baggy green, do you? Like you, you need to – it needs to be – looked upon and viewed upon as there's been so many battles that have been fought was in this it, Was this it cap. Steve Waugh who started that tradition? Well, it's not a tradition. Keith? It's just he was what? famous for his baggy green just being, you know, it looked like it would it'd change colour. But it, some players have got two or three baggy greens. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. there was only one baggy no, green. No, um, James t- Smith, he'd be able to tell us. Jimmy Smith would be able to tell us. No, I'm, well, as the fourth, I'm, I'm telling you, prior to that, you used to get a baggy green every time you made the test team. Justin Langer had two. No. Yes, I'm telling you right now, Justin Langer had two baggy greens. Had, really? Yeah, because he, he spent about five or six years out of the test team. Yep. And he got one when he came in and then one when he came back. Are you sure? I, I'm abs- Correct me if I'm right, Jimmy I, Smith. Can, I know you're listening to the show. Well, can hang you, can on. You please, can you I'm please? the fourth. I know this. Now, you're the self-appointed fourth <laughs> best cricket well, listen, journalist in the country. Our other listeners will tell us as well. 0457 736 736. Okay, well, Steve Smith. Yeah. His looks like his has got, you can see the 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 brim now, all the white is coming through, yeah. all the fabric's been torn off it. Now, no one ever wants to fix their baggy green because it's tradition. But does it get to the point when it just has to be salvaged or do you just leave it? Well, I was talking to Jack about it earlier on and, and Jack get was it saying fixed. if it's sitting in a in your you know, your memorabilia room at home, whatever it may be, on a on a mannequin head, do you want it looking as ragged as possible? I said, well, you do because it sort of represents the battles that you went through. Absolutely, oh, I I have no issue. I looked at Steve Smith yesterday. And I thought, hang on, that's that's actually gone beyond Steve War. No, it's that bad. But that's fine, mate. It does. It, it, it symbolises what he's been through as a cricketer playing for for his country. We've got to go to a break. Uh, correct me if I'm right. Correct me yeah. if I'm right. Um, yes, players did used to get more than one bag of green. Just, can someone just prove me right here? 0457 <laughs> 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. That is our number. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV, Craig Fitzgibbon. The coach of the Sharks next on Sports Day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.